Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. gives a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. The big questions that people are asking is this. When will the curve of the virus peak and eventually pass? When will things start to get back to normal? Pastor J.D. asks an entirely different question today. Will things get back to normal? And what will normal actually look like? Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on March 26, 2020. There are many pastors, if you're a pastor watching this, and I mean, your church is shuttered, and you're a relatively small church, and there's no one coming to your church or tithing at your church, and you're looking at this thing going, uh, how are we going to survive this? I really want to encourage you. Trust the Lord. God will provide. It may not be the way you think at the time you think, but He will provide. And in so doing, He's going to do it in a way that is just exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything you could have ever thought or imagined. I I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I was thinking to myself that the question that really needs to be addressed, the question that's on everyone's mind is something along the lines of, how long is this going to last? And will life ever return to normal? Uh, I don't know. Only God knows. However, here's what I do know. What I do know is that Bible prophecy has just jumped to light speed, if I can say it that way. Again, Lord willing, this Sunday, 9 a.m. Hawaii time, I'm hoping to talk specifically about the prophecies in God's Word that speak to that which I believe we are seeing unfold before our very eyes. As I step back and just inquire of the Lord as to where is this going to go, and how does this end, and will this end, and what happens if this does end. I see it just going into this light speed mode where it's going to usher in the Antichrist, the New World Order, the One World Government, the One World Currency. It's all just perfect. Uh, In fact, well, again, I'm going to get ahead of myself. And uh, on Sunday morning, I really want to get more in-depth into why I believe that this is it. (laughs) 
And this is exactly where it's heading. Well, be that as it may, dare I say, we're already seeing God bring about much good during this time because of all that's happening. And you really don't need to look any further than to social media. You'll forgive me for chuckling. It is, um, it's interesting. Uh, I wouldn't encourage you to do it unless you really spend some time with the Lord praying and uh, just meditating on the Word of God before you go online. But I did this the other day. I, I did the hashtag coronavirus on Twitter. And I, I knew what I would see, and I was, you know, ready for it. And I had already sort of asked the Lord to uh, prepare me for it. But once you get past all the, the um, foul language, the vulgarity, and you read between the lines, what you hear people saying is, is this the end of the world? I am freaking out here. Well, what's going to happen now? I just lost my job. I just lost my business. I, I'm, I can't go out. I don't have money for food. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Is this what, does the Bible talk about this? I mean, these are real tweets on Twitter. Try it. Do the hashtag coronavirus. Uh, search on Twitter. And just go down the, the, the news feed and listen to what people are saying. And I tell you, people now more than ever, I believe, are thinking about the Lord's return at a time like this than ever before. You'll forgive me for the candor with which I confess this. I have to confess this. <laughs> My wife and I actually, for a number of years now, have actually been praying that God would allow something like this as a last chance to get people's attention, to wake people up before the rapture. I had no idea that uh, something like this would happen. This has certainly accomplished exactly that. Romans chapter 13, the Apostle Paul writing in verses 11 through 14 says, and as I read this, by the way, listen through the lens of this current coronavirus crisis and pandemic. Paul says, do this, understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber. And here's why, because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ, and do not think about how to gratify 
the desires of the flesh, what Paul is saying is, is that it's time to wake up. This is a wake up call. And people now are, I would, I would say it this way, God has people's attention. I believe that God has prepared us as a church here locally, as well as online globally, for that which He's prepared for us. And I'll explain what I mean. We have been poised and positioned for such a time as this. I mean this, how do I say it without, I don't want to be misunderstood here, but this ministry, unique to this ministry, being online, we were ready. We were ready for this. So now this has happened, and as I've shared in recent updates, I truly believe that the opportunity before us is the likes of which we have never seen before, nor will we ever see again. More people again are thinking about the end of the world than ever before. We were just talking about how that the store shelves, of course you're not going to find toilet paper. What is the deal with toilet paper anyway? I don't want to get, get into that. On the store shelves, even the, the shelves that have Bibles, empty. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. More people are thinking about the Lord and interested in the Lord. And I truly believe that the harvest is white and ready, needing only more laborers. Let me read Matthew's Gospel, chapter 9, verses 35 through 38. And again, as I do, just listen or follow along and do so through the lens of this coronavirus. Verse 35, Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when He saw the multitudes, He was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary and scattered like sheep, having no shepherd. Then He said to His disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest. I grew up in a small farm town, Tico, Washington. My graduating class was, get this, 16, one six people. That was my graduating class. That was the size of it. It was a small farm town, and every year at harvest time in the fall, when that wheat, when the wheat head was white, it was game on because you only had a small window of opportunity to get that crop harvested, because if you didn't, you would lose it. That's what Jesus is saying here. When that wheat head, when the harvest is plentiful, when the wheat head is white, the time is at hand, and pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest. That is our prayer. That is our hope. 
as a church, as an online church. Lastly, and I'll bring it in for a close, I really believe that what is happening now may very well be the final warning from a loving God who doesn't want anyone to perish. I really believe this is the last opportunity, the last chance. Oh wow, Pastor, that's, <laughs> that's pretty bold. Well, I'll, I'll get bolder. And I will say that I truly believe with all my heart that we're on the cusp of the Lord's return, and the rapture is sooner than any of us could possibly imagine. And if it is, I want you to think this through with me, if it is, and the time is at hand, and that window of opportunity is now, then what does that mean? Well, let me uh, pose this question. Let's just say that this thing passes, and I mean, we're able to have our church open again, and people are sitting here in these empty chairs again, and everything kind of goes back to a, not necessarily a normal, but maybe a new normal. And then it's business as usual, which I, again, honestly, I just, I, I can't see that. I could be wrong. I might be wrong. If I am wrong, and that does happen, well, praise the Lord. That means that we still have work to do, and we still have an opportunity. We continue laboring and occupying until the Lord comes. But, and please hear me out on this, what if it doesn't? What if this is it? What if this is the last opportunity? What if this is that which brings in a global economy, a digital currency? One of the things we're going to talk about on Sunday morning is what is known as ID2020, which comes by way of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. What ID2020 is, just a real, in a nutshell, is a microchip that is included in a vaccine. And this is something that Bill Gates of Microsoft fame has developed. So when they go into third world countries, and they want to make sure that somebody's been vaccinated, they actually scan their forehand or their forehead, and it is a chip that tells them, oh, they've already been vaccinated. So you're, you're, you're safe. You can go out and buy and sell. You can go out into the community. You don't have to stay locked up. Listen, how many years I have been, as is my privilege to do behind this pulpit, saying to you, this is what's coming. What, what if I said to you, I'm going to say it to you, what if I said to you instead of it's coming, it's here? Do you believe that, Pastor? I do. Um, how you doing? Well, I have to say I'm experiencing a myriad of emotions. Uh, one of them is excitement. One of them is trepidation. I mean, talk about uncharted 
territory. Well, even if you want to say unchartered territory. This, we, we are going where no man has gone before. Can I, and I'm not even a, a Star Trek, Star Wars guy, but uh, th- this has never happened before. I mean, think about this. They just announced that the Olympics postponed. The Olympics, man. I mean, all sporting events. They were showing video today on news channels of New York City, Times Square, and it's empty. Nobody's there. When has that ever happened? I really believe it is. Again, maybe the numbers start, as they say, the curve. We hit that curve and things start, you know, going back to normal, if you want to define normal as normal, then okay. And then if that happens, you know what will happen? I can say, I mean, it's textbook. I can write the next chapter. It'll just be like after 9-11, when right after the churches were filled, and then soon after when things started returning to normal, and it was life you know, as usual, and business as usual. Uh, By the way, I mentioned this uh, earlier to our church here locally. Go to James Dobson Talk Radio. Just Google the James Dobson, no, it's Family Talk Radio. James Dobson Family Talk Radio. So today was part one of an interview that James Dobson had with Barry McGuire, who we've had the privilege of having speak here, and Greg Laurie of Harvest. And they're talking about this very thing, about how that after 9-11, churches were filled, I mean, just, you know, overflowing. And then it wasn't long until after that, that church attendance not only went back to where it was prior, it actually was less. And so from that time to the present time, we've seen this decline in church attendance. And so I share that to say this, <laughs> we have another chance. We have another chance. It, if it passes and then it's business as usual, okay, then it is what it is. But if it doesn't, this is it. This is our chance. The time is now. And I really believe the Lord's return is nigh. And if there was ever a time for us to reach the lost while we still have time, it is now. It is now. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you. Lord, it's... uh, again, a little surreal. It's, it's hard to believe. Sometimes we just have to step back and ask ourselves, is this really happening? And it is. This is really happening. And so Lord, I, I pray, my hope is, my prayer is, that we those online, 
those here locally, that we have been steadied and readied for such a time as this, so that the urgency of your soon return will propel us to move people closer to you, to share you with people, to pray with people, to encourage people, to minister to people. So many people are so fearful, and they're asking questions. At a time like this, they're, they're asking questions, and we have the answer, Lord, please. We want to be numbered amongst those of whom it can be said they were able to give to everyone an answer of that hope that lies within them. Lord, I also want to take a moment and pray for those that are just, I mean, the bottom has fallen out. They've lost everything. They're, they've lost their income. They've lost their job. They might lose their house. They're losing their business. Lord, first I, I just pray that you'll reveal yourself to them in such a real and powerful way, in ways that you could not have otherwise done so. Lord, I pray that you'll freshly remind them, a much needed reminder of how faithful you are to provide. Lord, I lastly pray that you'll take this, this opportunity, this open door. Oh my goodness. You said to the Church of Philadelphia in Revelation, if you open the door, no man's going to shut it. Listen, the authorities might legally have the orders in place to shut the doors of this church, but that just means that the doors are wider open to reach all over the world. And so Lord, thank you for the entrusting us with this profound privilege of being able to have the reach to the uttermost parts of the earth from right here. And Lord, if they don't allow us to come to this beautiful church building you gave us and do these videos live streaming, then I'll just do it in my house, in my pajamas if I have to. But Lord, if you open the door, no, no man's going to shut it. And if you shut a door, no man's going to open it either. So Lord, I just pray that as your eyes are searching to and fro throughout this earth at this time, that you will find us. And on our behalf, because our hearts are fully devoted to you, be our strength and use us to reach the lost while we have this grand and glorious opportunity. Bring multitudes to you, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this special edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Now, it's so important that you hear the purpose behind these prophecy updates that Pastor J.D. shares. 
The purpose is to see people just like you come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. When you're right with the Lord, you'll be ready for the Lord and His soon return. You can do this by first admitting you're a sinner, that you've broken God's perfect law. Second, you need to confess that there's nothing you can do to fix this. You can't attend church enough, you can't pray enough or give enough money. There's nothing you can do to atone for your sins. Third, you must realize that there is someone who can. His name is Jesus Christ, and He is the Savior of the world. He gave His own life so that you wouldn't have to experience the penalty for your sins, which is death. Please, if you're listening today, receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and escape the realities of the prophecies that are being fulfilled all around you. For more information about what it means to be born again into the kingdom of God, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and select the New Believers option. Again, that web address is InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. Now, in the next edition of In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. will be teaching through God's Word just like he does Monday through Thursday. And then don't forget to join us next Friday and Saturday for another timely prophecy update. Until then, may God bless you and keep you in His love.